0: Salutation! All right. Yeah, Lance it. And welcome to the 83rd episode of the In The House podcast, the official podcast of Scouts House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. Hi, I'm your host, Evan Floyd, and I am tickled to be here this evening i am uh i'm just in the best mood of anybody who's been beaten up ever uh no i'm thrilled to be here tonight uh we're gonna dive straight into it we're not gonna stand on ceremony there's a lot to talk about uh we've got an awesome guest to participate in that conversation and so let's just let's just go and in order to get going i'm gonna need my partner. And I can think of no one better than my partner. I can think of a lot of people better. I've never met one. Uh, And tonight he is coming to you live from an all-inclusive resort in Cancun, Mexico, Andy Frederick. Yeah, Yeah. uh, I hate the cold, man. Yeah, cold is Uh, is no bueno. Hate it. Uh, we're at Chow tonight. Yeah. At Chow. This place is great. This place is great. I, I've, I've, every time I've eaten here, it's been good. Every time oh, I've man. had a drink here, it's been good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, frankly, two of our all-time best podcasts were recorded here with, uh, with uh, Coach Hack and, and uh, with uh, Tosh, Sean Tosh. Yeah. We, we had some good ones here, yeah. and I think this one is, uh, is standing up to be one of them because we've got a guest. He is... The beloved voice yeah. of our team, the and Golden really Pice. and really, the voice of our generation. Uh, that <laughs> is. you consider yourself
1: a warrior poet? Uh, <laughs> no. That is El
2: Oso himself, Lance McGarvey. All right, well, thanks for having me, guys. You just said 83rd uh, podcast here in the house, and for some reason I remember that I was here for number seven. So I didn't realize Ooh, it had been wow. that long ago Sheesh. that I had been on the podcast with you guys. So that would have been yeah.
0: that would have been like after week three of uh, the of 2018 season, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it you was,
1: came to my house and got lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> we got we
0: got red faced that night. <laughs>
2: yeah that's exactly right now i have to ask you andy down there at that all-inclusive resort in cancun mexico yeah is it is it a nudity uh thing kind of like because i went to an all-inclusive uh resort in cancun one time and it was certainly a lot of women that were nude and topless that
1: had no business being nude and topless what else they were what i'll tell you is that i've not been wearing pants (laughs) just now whether or not they're on board with it is a different story
0: but Closing i feel like i'm option. working people over a little bit right
2: yeah it it always I, sounds so glamorous and so fun but nah, i've
0: no found thanks. that no. basically anywhere other than the privacy of your own home Basically anywhere that is clothing optional, the people who choose to make it optional are the, not the people you would choose for them. There you go. It's so, like swingers club. And, and that is why I I am a never nude. It's, it's like a like, swingers uh, club. In theory,
1: a swingers club is great, and then you see the people actually go to swingers clubs. <laughs> oh, it's horrendous. Uh, could you I'm even gonna,
2: imagine me nude on a beach somewhere?
1: I, There's an image for you right there. <laughs> I think
2: we're
0: we've, we've I think we're just gonna shut it down now. I yeah. think that's Power. all right, everybody. We always finish our <laughs> podcast by saying one thing. No way in. Hell, that would happen. All right, um, we're we're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that's actually soccer related, and that'll be fun. But let's go ahead and uh, let's get the let's get the stuff over over with. To me, what happened? Uh, yeah. Um So
1: Did I missed something. What happened? <laughs> let's let's set the
0: table here a little bit. Um, today we are recording on Tuesday night, mm. on uh, which is unusual for us—a little night early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's okay. there's plenty to say. So, uh, on Monday at 11 a.m., um, Louisville City Football Club announced, uh, and presented some new branding. Uh, that branding includes a new, uh, 1st mention name moniker. Yeah. It involves, uh, the elimination of gold from our primary colors. Yeah. And the addition of gray to our primary colors. And it also eliminates, uh the old crest and uh, introduces a new crest with a shield inside of it uh, that we uh, will be able to use for multiple branding purposes. Uh, This started being teased the previous week, so uh, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday of the previous week we started sorta, hey, this is coming. Yeah, There's a, lot a of thing Twitter going. Stuff, a lot of Instagram stuff. And over the last month and a half, two months, we've been using the phrase new look quite a bit about whenever we've referenced things about this upcoming season. Not trying to start the conversation, but trying to indicate that a conversation would be coming. Uh, and then this is the conversation. Uh, to not beat around any bushes, reception has been excellent, uh, everyone loves it. Uh, everyone is saying nothing but good and positive things. Uh, frankly, I've already heard of fifteen people getting tattoos of it. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's fine, fine. Matt fine. Ballard is listening to that right now and is like is just like fuming. I
1: can hear him in the future listening to this, just fuming. I'm gonna get this now p- more so
0: than I called him out for. It. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get this part out of the way immediately. I am an employee of Louisville City Football Club. Uh, It's important even more so than usual for me to uh, mention that tonight and it's even the most important for me to say that my opinions are my own Uh, They do not necessarily reflect the team our partners our sponsors or any of our affiliates Uh, What I say tonight and really anytime when I am NOT in an official capacity as an employee Is my opinion and not necessarily anyone else's uh, so I'll, I'll share my opinions about this whole thing as we go okay. through this process tonight. But uh, there are going to be like four or five opportunities for me to hop up on soapboxes during this conversation. I'm going to do my best to avoid it. I brought, we, we specifically wanted Lance for tonight's conversation. And uh, I always specifically want Andy for tonight's conversation. You two, between the two of you, yeah, both have full crest yeah, tattoos of the of the uh, what is now the old crest
1: the OG crest the OG crest Here's the thing I'm not saying Global City should reimburse us mm-hmm. but some sort of compensation right like uh, pay for the new one okay pay for the new one well,
2: or uh, maybe I, put our faces on something man, man I'll tell you and and I meant this I said this on Soccer City and I said it on Twitter I mean, people were kind of like, how do you feel about it now that it's no longer the crest for a little city and you got that tattoo? I'm like, man, it makes it vintage, it yeah. makes it even more badass now than it, it was it then." And I have absolutely nothing, that's the very first thing, when Howie told me we're going to have a new look, and that was early last week when he first told me specifically this was going to happen, and my very first response was, that's awesome, my tattoo means a whole lot more to me <laughs> yeah. now. Well now you
1: show it to people and it's like, this is how long I've been. Oh, I've absolutely. been there from the beginning. And yeah, how many
2: people long. are there that we're aware of that have the uh, original Crest but, tattooed? I can only think of maybe six or seven myself.
0: The last number I got on it was 26. Really? 26. I had no idea that. Wow. Here's the thing, we live in a very bubble world of fans and i'm occasionally reminded forcefully by someone that just because they're not uh, cooper or just because they're not in scouse's house or somebody who's at every meeting or at every uh, event doesn't mean that there aren't some seriously diehard wow. fans out there yeah. and there really really are and so uh, the number i got from counting around and asking around and talking to people is 26 uh, people who have the full wow. crest tattoo and that could be short and it could be you know two or three too high but that's the number that that i've arrived at wow
2: I had no idea. What I did know I mean, that. It's that's yeah. really cool that it, is, that it is, and they can all, you know, take a lot of pride in the fact they got the original crest as a tattoo, and it'll be that way forever. Absolutely. And, and look, I'm gonna, I'll say right now, um, you know, of course I've been out on Twitter and, and seen a lot of uh, the uh, response and the feedback on that, but um, I'll say to you, and I said this on Soccer City after I had seen the crest. In my opinion, there'll never be anything better than the original crest. A lot of people feel differently. A lot of people didn't like the original crest. There are things they picked apart on that thing. And yeah. it, it goes back to like J.C. Sizzle, one of the old OG, one of the guys the that launched. yeah, exactly. I mean, but I, in my opinion, I loved it so much because of what it meant and what it symbolized for me. That's why I got the tattoo, because of the grit, determination, and commitment to excellence and championships that this club has had since day one. And if the club had faded, and folded shop. Let's just say that over this past season, they said we can't do it anymore. We're done. Yeah. You know, people ask me what happens if they go away. What would you think about that tattoo? I'd say it would only make me remember those four or five years that I was absolutely in love with this club even more. So the crest—that's not what really is in my heart anyway. It's what this team's about, and what this—you know—the character of these players and just their non-stop drive to win. That's truly what it means to me. I don't really care about what the look is, no, to be honest with
1: you. Here's the thing. You know, love it, hate it, somewhere in the middle. And, like, everybody's on that scale somewhere, right? No matter where you are on that scale, are you even, like, at the very bottom of, I just detest it. Are you going to support them any less? Like, that's the question. Like, does, does that mean you, you're, well, you're I not going to get behind them For anymore? some people, like, I
2: think that's going to mean what's your definition of support. Because you know they're going to be there, they're going to be there at the matches. It's a matter of whether they choose to purchase gear, merchandise that you know otherwise they would have. Maybe some of them are saying that they won't, but but it just depends on what you mean by support. I don't think there's a single person that's going to stop coming to Louisville City Games and be there, having a great time cheering on the boys in purple. I just can't imagine that. Maybe there are, but I, I can, just can't I can say that.
0: definitively because I asked. Because I asked tongue in cheek, but I asked our sales guys: Did anybody call to get reimbursed for their tickets? Did anybody try to return their season tickets for next year because of this? No, nobody's calling in saying I don't even want to be a part of the team anymore. If you're gonna, if you're a fan, you're still a fan. And anybody who's that big of a fan to care that much about the old crest? Is also a big enough fan that there's no possible way you're missing out on that new stadium when well it opens stayed. up. Uh, I, I'm going to try to break it down a little bit here into segments of this conversation because to me there are only three possibilities of anybody who has who's critical of the of the new crest. First is you just didn't want to change from the old one and that I think is mostly where Lance has seemed like you would come from which is that you don't see any reason to change like you you, why why change
2: that was my initial thought absolutely and it took I needed Brad Estes to explain it to me which he did on our show I needed Howie Lindsay to walk me through it so that I'd understand it fully and then once I understood it then I started to embrace sure. the idea that a new look had to come.
0: But the idea that the first thing that people might hate is just the idea that we're changing it all. Like, not who gives a shit what you're changing it to that not just didn't want to change? Right. Okay, fine. And I can get behind all that. That makes sense to me. If you are committed to just, this is our crest. We've won so much with it. We've had it from essentially the beginning. It's our thing, and it's ours, and I can't bear to give it up. I get that. And I'll never have a negative word to say about somebody who feels that way. The second possibility is that you just don't like the design of the new one. You think the new one just sucks. You're, you're, you're displeased with the font or with the, the stars being uh, cut off or with the line not being symmetrical with the rest of the thing or whatever design-wise you don't like about it. You just don't like the look of it. You don't like the design. Okay. You and I are allowed to disagree about that. Anybody is allowed to disagree sure. with me about that. About To say, I like that crest, I don't like that crest. Well, I, I love Arsenal and I think the Gunners have one of the coolest crests in the world with that cannon, that way, with the, the script that they have over the top of it. I love it. Yeah. I have a friend who thinks it's the dumbest logo in the world. Also, I'm a giant Indiana Hoosiers basketball fan. I love the candy stripe pants. I think the candy stripe pants are iconic. I think they're cool. I think they make our guys, even our short guys look tall. I love them. My wife thinks they are the stupidest thing that exists. She thinks they're ugly and they look like clowns and it's dumb and she can't believe they wear them. You're allowed to disagree about whether or not something looks good or looks cool. I'm cool with that part of this conversation. You tell me you don't like it for design reasons or for stylistic reasons, I'm with you. Get, Get on board. The third possibility is the one that I, I, I have the most to say about, which is you don't like the way it was done. So the process through which it occurred is what you object to. right? Whether that be how we came to this logo, or how we presented this logo in the end. Those are the things that you that bother you. I've already done my disclaimer, I'm an employee of the team, and I'll tell you this, I'm not crazy about the process we went through to either design it or to submit it to the public. I'm not crazy about it. I'm a company man, I'm proud to work for that team, I'm proud of the decisions we make as a whole, as a group, and I'll support it because it's my job and because I don't think we did anything spiteful or, in, or injurious, right. I just don't think we went about it the exactly right way. And that's fine. If people wanna feel that way, feel that way. It's tough to do a full rebrand, it's especially for something that people care about, and that's a credit to us, that people care so much about the team. But let me, I haven't stated any kind of opinion I have about this, and here's the bottom line, I think this is better than what we had before. I like this more than I liked what we had before. I didn't ever personally like the old Crest very much. I thought it was a little cartoonish, I thought that the little nipples on the bottom looked stupid, I thought that it was dumb to have the banner come out from in the middle so that it wouldn't fit inside the crest. I thought it looked very 90s. It's not my favorite crest. But, oh my God, I love it. I love it. It means so much to me. I don't think that the skyline of Louisville represents Louisville in any way, in any meaningful way. No,
1: I wasn't heartbroken about losing the skyline because nobody knows what those buildings are. Like, nobody... People in Louisville don't know what those buildings are. Yeah, they do. That's a Capitol Holding building, and it's the slanted. Roof. You are one. What's the the name
0: of the slanted Roof building? I don't know the name of it, but I I see it there by Slugger
2: Field all the time. But, but, you know, I love the old crest, and I said that, you know, openly. I think it's cool. But one thing's for damn sure. I'm no design artist or design critic or any of that. And I'm amazed that our fan base is saturated (laughs) with professional... Design critics,
1: I'm I'm blown away. Somebody who who ever did it was, but somebody on Twitter posted like a full treatment with five different versions for crest. I was like, where have you been? I had no
2: idea that that there were that many of them out there. It's pretty amazing. But hey, uh, they want to look good.
0: It's it's been, and then now that we've gotten these portions of the conversation out of the way, although we haven't asked Andy yet. How do you actually feel about the new crest? So. I really, really
1: hate this, what I'm about to say. Do it. And I brought it up. I already brought it up. um, And he's going to have something to say about it again. I hate when I agree with Matt Ballard. (laughs) Okay. Philosophically, I agree with him. Fine. But he posted a version of it. I am kind of mad that we got rid of Louisville. Uh Uh-huh. I liked having Louisville. Yeah. Posted a version of this crest. It had Louisville written out. The line, the diagonal line hit both corners, like there was no, like it wasn't off a little bit. I didn't think, I liked it. I would have been fine with that. I like this one. And honestly, I was actually just talking to Ty Smith about this. What's gonna be funny is as much hate as this is getting right now, four years down the road, five years down the road, and we still just, every season, just dominate in some way it's gonna be one of those things that people love how much they hate it. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be this like it's gonna be this like endearing thing and then people won't even will the same people who hate on it now wouldn't dream of changing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna be this it's gonna be this this thing that people just Well, yeah, it looks weird,
0: but it's ours. Nobody picks on my little brother but me. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I sure hope you're right
2: about that. You know, for me, I love the color scheme. I love the purple, silver, and black. I think it's badass. You know, I want to say something. I've heard some critics say... Uh, Well, that looks like the Sacramento Kings or whatever. Listen, there's no way that you're going to pick any color scheme that isn't already in play for some other team across the United States. There are only so many colored crayons in the Crayola box, (laughs) and you just can't come up with that many different combinations. But I love the black and the purple and the silver. I think it's awesome. I really like the new Crest. It's growing on me, I must confess. It was such a shocking difference when I saw it compared to what we had before. But I don't have a long history in soccer. Again, I don't have the design. like I don't have that eye. Me either. It's like presented to I, me. I don't see I any I kind of feel like I hate it. I mean, I had,
1: really like it. I also feel like if we had gone the other way, like if we had started with with this one and moved to the Shield that everybody knows, yeah, people would have had the same reaction. It would have They
0: would have yeah, gone crazy. Uh, yeah. it, it, I, I agree with basically everything you guys just said. Uh, I would also <laughs> add to it that uh, Andy you talked about the adjusted crest and yeah. I've, I've seen oh several sure. hundred versions at this point sure. of adjusted crest and some have been really good and some have been really bad and they've thought they were good and they were wrong but I'm like Lance I'm no design expert at all but when I first saw the crest and I'll tell you it was not that long before y'all did uh when i first saw the crest i raised some of these questions uh hey why are the stars cut off hey why does this not go corner to corner why does it not say louisville and i'm not going to go into it because i'm not a design guy but i will tell you that actual designers and merchandise suppliers have explained to us why several of those adjustments make a enormous and important difference that while you can make the adjustment on on microsoft paint pretty easily to make it look that way on the computer screen that that doesn't mean that it will be visible from however far away we need you to be able to see it uh and it also makes for offensive spaces uh which uh, some of them mattered to me and some of it didn't matter to me some of it i thought was just sort of uh, jargon for designers and some of it i thought was actual reasons yeah i don't know I don't know, and I'm not gonna pretend like I know. What I do know is that this crest, to me, is a upgrade. It's not a massive upgrade, it's not awesome, which is, I think, what people find the most offensive about it, is the idea that you guys are gonna change it, and it's not immaculate. Like, if you were gonna change it, we want you to change to something that is so universally beloved that it's not possible to hate it. And uh, we didn't do that. That's not what this is. This has some uh, some quirks to it. Flaws, if you will, uh, but definitely some quirks. And uh, with that, not everybody is gonna universally adore it. And because it's not universally adored, I think the opinion goes to, well, why do it at all? Well, you could've
1: put anything on there and people would've been mad. You could have put, this could've looked like anything. There are an infinite number of possibilities that you could've put on this. I'd, People were going to be mad about it, no matter what.
2: That's, that's, that's probably exactly right. Uh, and you know, I said I really like this logo. I think as we win underneath this crest, uh, I do believe that I will fall more and more in love with it, and it will. Uh, I, I hate to use the term "grow on me" because that sounds like a fungus or something. <laughs> but I think that it'll it become more endeared in my heart, and I think that's true for uh, much of the fan base. Uh, you know, we, listen, thanks for having me on this podcast, by the way, to be able to express my opinion about Farm it. Base. Oh, yeah. I, again, I really like it. Uh, I, You know, I feel like, uh, you know, some of the fan base, there's a few of them that don't really, they think I. they hear too much of my voice, and that's fair enough. Uh, but, the, but the fans are really very the kind to me. They're the very nice to me them. overall, and I enjoy kind of the banner back and forth. It's pretty mutually respectful. Uh, the one thing that saddens me about, the feedback. It's one thing to really dislike the logo or hate the logo even. That's everybody's opinion and everybody's entitled to share their opinion. What I find sad though, Evan, is the attacks personally on people in the front office and the ridicule of people uh, professionally and personally. Things that I don't think they would ever say to the face of those individuals in person. I think that a lot of times you get out on Twitter and you kind of want to be the one that says something really shocking and cool, and so we kind of lose sight of the fact that these are people we know, that we interact with all the time, and it's really kind of makes me sad. I, I really wish that it wasn't the case. Uh, I think it's uncalled for. Uh, look, hate it all you want to, don't buy the gear if you don't want to, but there's no reason to attack people personally and professionally.
0: Uh- I appreciate you saying that. Uh, obviously, my uh, my opinion on this is uh, colored. Um, I I appreciate you saying that. Uh, the The issue that I run into with that subject is I take a lot of it very personally, and you really can't. You really can't. But the bottom line is that people are saying that this is that the front office that the club not making a change from something that many people online hate uh, to something different or that we didn't get enough feedback in the uh, the prelude is an indication that the, the club and the front office don't care about the fans. And uh, I find that patently absurd and personally offensive. Um, I am, I understand that people Everyone wants to have more control over things they love. I get that. I I get that. Uh, I I love Star Wars, and I think they screwed up a whole bunch of stuff in Star Wars, and it makes me frustrated the way that they've done it. But it doesn't mean that I think that J.J. Abrams is a bad person. Right. Uh, It doesn't make me think that he's bad at his job. It makes me think he did a bad job. Then there's an important difference. Um, I... I take a lot of what's being said more personally than I should. And I know that others in our front office do too. People, uh, I, my title is the director of community engagement. And there are people out there saying that we, that this is evidence that we're not engaging with our community well enough. Uh, that's frustrating. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hiding. Uh, I, I, how about this? I'm as big of a fan of the St. Louis Cardinals as you can be of a sports team. I, I'm a horrifying fan of the St. I can Louis Cardinals. That, yeah. It's legitimate, and uh, I don't ever think that I'm going to get to talk to John Mozalak, who's the v- vice president of the St. Louis Cardinals. When something frustrates me about what the Cardinals are doing or saying or playing or whatever, I never think that I'm going to have access to to the owner or to the head coach. And this club provides amazing access to the front office uh, and to the technical staff. Uh, I know this week uh, on the 3B's video podcast, which was just put together by some guys. I mean, I love Joe Valla and Derek Davis and Matt Owens, but, I mean, they're just some guys. They're they're a groove machine, and that's awesome. And they're doing a vodcast, and it's great. They're going to have the, co- the head coach of the soccer team on. That's pretty damn awesome. That doesn't man. happen. No. That's not a thing. And uh, the we... I meet every other month with the leadership of the supporters' groups, of the official supporters' groups, and I'm proud of those meetings. And I think that we did a lot of good stuff this year by virtue of having those meetings. I've been to a couple of
2: those meetings.
0: I mean, you see evidence of it yourself. The
2: engagement is – is you can't have any more engagement as a sports organization.
0: And I invite – each time at these meetings, hey, go back to the people that you work with and uh, uh, the fans that you guys represent and bring us your ideas. Tell us what we're doing badly, tell us what you're doing well. And sometimes there's some really good tips, things we wouldn't have thought of, and it's great and I value it. Uh, it's, It's, I'm, I'm out there. I, I'm doing this podcast, and we post it on my Twitter, and uh, I'm not hard to find. And I've specifically said in those meetings, and I've specifically said to people who are trashing us online right now, to people that I know and like, and who I believe know and like me, uh, that I've specifically said to them, hey, I will never tell anybody what they can and can't do online. Go do whatever you want online. But if you've got an actual problem with the club, come and talk to me about it. Yep. Email me about it. You've got my phone numbers. You've got my Twitter account. You've got it. You're in my DMs. We can t- we can talk about an actual problem. Well, and you talk that's about that's not too. the way it's going.
2: Yeah, you talk about that too. I mean, there was there was already anger. Now, you you listed the different people and why they were upset about it, and one was just aversion to change, and that was evident in the fact that they they hated it before it was ever revealed. I mean, they oh, were yeah. mad. And my question was, and I, again, I truly appreciate. And really love the respectful dialogue that the fan base has back and forth with me uh, about things at times. And I know that I can sound like I'm like the sheriff out there or whatever trying to stop people. That's not my intention at all. I simply just want to know how can you be mad about something you haven't seen. But once they saw it and they wanted to voice their opinion about it, I just stay out of the way, man. Because what am I going to do? i got to tell you that you are thinking the wrong way no everybody's entitled to have their view on this thing but uh but there's just no need to be so venomous i mean just simply have that respectful dialogue so that the club can remain engaged with the with the supporters because it's you know it's damaging to that relationship to say some of the things that i've seen out there
0: well, and that's, that's part of it to me is the idea that you know, I, I know that we're very accessible. I'm aware of it. And so that it doesn't, that part I try to internalize when I see that, you know, oh, the club's not listening to the fans. We made decisions about this and about the women's team, and we made them as adult professionals in our industry, and uh, we made decisions you didn't agree with. That sucks. We we desperately want you to agree with us. We, <laughs> our livelihood depends on you yeah. agreeing with us about stuff that's cool and stuff that's not. Uh, with that being said, it's, we're not always gonna make the decision you would make. And it's not, It's sometimes it's money, and sometimes it's league, and sometimes it's TV, and sometimes it's people that you and I will never ever meet who have influence over the zoning of things that in some way affect what we do and what we don't do with this club. There are an unbelievable number of people who have a vested interest in professional soccer in this city that we're unaware of completely. And I'm not saying that to try to pass the buck. We made these decisions, and you're not always going to agree with them. But what I can say is... uh, When we make decisions you don't agree with, I hope that there's at least still respect that's built up from everything else that we do. Uh, I hope that when we spend our whole year trying to put out the best soccer team possible, trying to create the best fan experience possible, trying to help get buses to go to playoff games and do it on the cheap, uh, trying to put together uh, events where we get to welcome players home from the airport. Trying to put together a commercial that featured all as many people as wanted to show up and wave flags. Yeah. That when we brand ourselves that way, you would think that you earned some level of credit. Not to speak of two championships or a freaking new stadium. Forget that. But
2: you're not saying that that all means that they have to just like. The no, credit. you're I saying
0: just, just to just, be able to have a respectful dialogue right, about just it.
2: Just don't be. Vicious about it, My
0: and, and uh,
1: people find it really easy to say things from behind a screen that they would never say in person. Well,
0: and I know that specifically because uh, this is one place I, I kind of do want to transition to. This is uh, I, the, the opinion is not as bad as everybody thinks it is either. For the record. We have data that demonstrates to us that the actual public opinion of our new crest is not what. We get to hear 15 angry dudes on Twitter and 18 angry dudes on Reddit, and then the echo chamber that those being the loudest voices produce. So that's the voice that if you're following this all along on social media that we're receiving, uh, the actual public data is much better than that. Uh, and my personal, private data is much better than that. And in fact, people that are being vicious online, uh, I'm having conversations with them personally, privately, where they're like, it's not that bad, where I, I've had someone specifically... I believe that. No, I believe that, absolutely. I've had a person who I consider, if not a friend, at least a, a very friendly acquaintance of mine through this club, who uh, is prominent online in the lucidity circles, who to my face, told me it's really growing on me. I like it better all the time. I think this is pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, by the time the season rolls around, I bet I really like it. And uh, within four hours, they saw which direction the wind was blowing on Twitter, and they were completely trashing it. Uh, that's that's not abnormal right now. I've had that experience or some variation of it several times. Yeah. Uh, I invited a couple of people who have been adamantly opposed to the, to, the, uh, to the crest change to come here tonight because I know I have a reputation of being extremely club pro-club, both as an employee and before I was an employee. I'm the rose-tinted glasses guy, and I'm cool with that. that. That's how I choose to be a fan. I have no problem with my dad is a fan who hates the teams that he's a fan of. He thinks that the Colts are the worst thing that's ever happened. He hate-loves them. He hate-watches them. He thinks it's miserable but can't get enough of it. (laughs) And that's another way to be a fan. It's not how I do it. Right. But I don't think my dad's a bad fan. I know he's a great fan. And I feel that way about everybody. You have your right to be your fan the way you want. And if the way you're a fan is by poking us constantly and trying to rub dirt in the eye, like, hey, you're doing this wrong, be better, be better, be better. Cool, That's yeah. enough. That's enough. That, that, it's important to have fans like that. Uh, but it's also important to me to be able to think about how to actually affect change, and once you've gotten to the point where you have the personal telephone number of people who work for the club, and you think it's a better way to try to get influence with the club to go as loud, public, negative as you can, I just think that's stupid, because I'm less likely to take that phone call now or, at least, to take it seriously if yeah. your plan is not to come and talk to me like a person, but is to instead talk about how I'm bad at my job. I don't ever and say you you're say bad your, at your job.
2: When you say your job, you, you mean collectively, as a front office. I'm the or director you of community
0: engagement, and I'm reading shit saying that we are bad at community relations. Yeah, there you go. That's attacking my job. Right which is completely untrue and, and maybe actually I'm, ridiculous maybe, maybe I am bad at it I'm willing to stipulate that I'm bad at it but I would still never tell somebody to their face someone that I knew and respected as a human being right, right you're bad at your job I would tell them to their face but I wouldn't post it everywhere online right there you go.
2: fair enough fair enough well I want to talk about something specifically about the the new uh, crest if I may just to take a moment or two sure the loose city and there have been a lot of complaints about it not being Louisville City I know there are reasons why It needs to be loose city for the design and moving forward. Whether people accept those reasons or not, it's fine. My preference would be I'd love for it to say Louisville. I'm proud to live in this city. But loose city's fine with me. It's not upsetting to me whatsoever. But there is a notion that nobody says loose city uh, and nobody's used that. Uh, let's go all the way back to 2015. I had a conversation with Steve Peake who was the uh, original uh, PR person for Louisville City. He wore actually many hats uh, at that time as everyone did that was affiliated in that front office. But we talked about this and I remember very vividly Amanda Duffy encouraging me to shorten Louisville City to Lou city in the scripts uh, when we had game time throughout that first year Saying that we want people to get used to using Lou City, we want people to to use that abbreviation, that nickname. Uh, so it's been a concerted effort from the very, very beginning to make it Lou City. As a matter of fact, now I don't know if this is true or not, but Steve told me that um, the original president of Louisville City, uh, Bjorn, uh, I forget his last name. I apologize, I but for the it. original president. Uh, actually is the one that created the at loose city uh, FC Twitter handle know, and idea. that was, that was That's because the reason why LCFC was taken and Leicester there was a, at the early 2015 in that early part of the season the club was using and so were the fans using a lot of tags, hashtag LCFC, and it was getting confused with Leicester City and with Louisville City. And at the time, if you'll remember, that's the year that they won the Premier League, which was a shocking it sports was. story throughout the world. So it was a big deal, and they had to change it to something, and loose City was what they chose. When I originally began a goal call, and the reason I did is because uh, I really am so stupid, I can't stand silence for a couple of seconds. When we would score a goal, and I was so used to basketball, when you immediately make an announcement of some yeah. kind, it was driving me crazy to not say something when we scored a goal in celebration. And so uh, I started just saying, yelling out, and it gave us time to spot and identify who scored the goal so that then we could follow it up with whoever scored the goal. But I started yelling Louisville City, I think I even said Louisville City FC goal was the whole thing. That's and it good. Was, if you That's go back classy. and there, you can go back in YouTube and hear that. And I remember us having that conversation about we want to push Blue City. We want to push Blue yeah. City. And so in my mind, I said, I'm just going to throw out Blue City goal. And that's how that evolved. So it's not like all of a sudden it's this Blue City thing is brand new. It's not. It's been from the very, very beginning of the origins of this club. I, I honestly
1: think halfway through this through next season, people will be defending this crest. B&M. I don't
0: know. I really don't know. I hope, but uh, amusingly, Lance, you... you <laughs>
1: I would put money that they would. I would put money
0: on it. I, I might take that bet, because, frankly, I'm winning either way. But uh, the uh, I, I like that you brought the, up the Lou City and whether or not it was a thing. I, I don't As a soccer fan, I didn't care at all. As a as a person who takes a great deal of pride in being a Louisvilleian now, mm-hmm. I didn't care at all. It didn't even, honestly, it didn't register for me until it became a conversation. Uh, there are a lot of clubs that don't have their full name on their crest. Let's not—I don't want to get into that. But there are. Uh, there aren't a ton that have a nickname. And This is a nickname. And I lived in St. Louis for a great deal of time. And yes, St. Louis identifies itself as the Lou. I get that. Uh, there is no one in the soccer universe in the current American soccer universe who associates Lou City with anything other than us Uh, go back and listen to a Mike Watts call and it's Lou City, Lou City, Lou City obviously go listen to Kevin Kernan and it's Lou City Lou City, Lou City one of the people who's been online talking about how nobody uses Lou City and how it's always Louisville City Football Club or LCFC or Lou City FC or whatever to the extension of it would be. For fun, today while I was eating my lunch, I post I, – I, I didn't post. I searched that person's timeline, and there were over <laughs> 1,000 instances on that person's <laughs> timeline of them – Using that, uh, Lou City. So, shut up a little bit, <laughs> shut up a little bit now. But again, I'm not here to criticize you if it does bother you. Bothers you that it doesn't say Lou City? Cool, have that opinion. And I cannot and will not say don't buy the merch, I can't. Right. I, Look, I that's can't. their choice, but though. it is their choice. Right? What I can say is have a constructive way of being able to illustrate that you dislike that. Uh, And we're here to listen, but do you listen as much to somebody who's yelling at you as somebody who pulls you aside to calmly talk about it? Berating you. Uh, I get it. Be a fan how you want to be a fan. And I get being critical. Go be critical. Uh, I don't understand personal attacks and I don't understand uh, misplacing your influence because you're going to have a lot more influence if you bring it to us as a uh, as a person rather than trashing even just the idea of us. Keep it in, I'm sorry. Uh, all right, all right. Um, Anybody have anything else they really feel they need to say about this crest?
1: So what happened to the gold? Okay. Jesus. <laughs> How
0: did Andy die?
2: <laughs> I like the crest, I really do. I like And it. I said before, look, I, I, I'm not going to stand up here and say it, 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 I absolutely love it more than the original Crest. I cannot honestly express that. That's not how I feel. And nobody's going to make me say something that I don't feel. But I really do like the Crest. And I do believe that with our successes and the more that I see it, the more I view it on your sweatshirt, for example, the more that it starts to endear itself in my heart. And then I someday will be able to say, I absolutely love this crest. Will I love it more than the one I have tattooed on my arm? You know, probably not. Hopefully. It's tattooed on my arm. But I did say on Twitter, if we that. win back-to-back championships under this crest, that son of a bitch is going to be tattooed on me as well. So uh, it, there you go. <laughs> I like it.
0: Uh, so speaking of tattoos, yeah, my tattoo yeah. I also, after we won the second championship, went out and got a tattoo that was Lou City inspired I've never loved the crest, as I said earlier, and so I didn't get the crest tattooed. What I did instead was I pulled the fleur de off the crest, that very specific floor, and I had it done in purple on my arm with two gold stars over it. Uh, I love my tattoo. I'm still a huge fan of it. Uh, it makes me want to get more tattoos really badly. Like I'm constantly like, I should go get another. No, uh, and so I undoubtedly will. Um, but what frustrates me more than you guys is that now my tattoo no longer looks like it has anything to do with soccer. Before you could, it was a pretty quick and easy. It's purple. It's the fleur from the crest. It's got the two stars. Yeah. Easy and quick. Now it's it's got the fleur de lis off the old crest, and it's got the star. as purple. It's much less representative of my passion for the team. Now I half got it because of my passion for my adopted city, but uh, I will commit, Lance, that if we win another title next year, I will also get a tattoo. But I'll get one of the fleur de lis off of this crest on my opposite arm and uh with the three stars and the star over the other
2: well for clarity i committed that i would do it if they win back to back oh, under this crest back to that's the back. that's what i said i would do so understood at one championship
0: not gonna do it All back
2: right. to back that's I why will, I, I don't will. have any other tattoos evan i mean it's i mean broke my my whole belief system about tattoos to make that commitment when they would win that, and and uh, yeah, not going to do. What did it for Coach
0: hack get? He got the cup, A cup, and outline the of the cup. cup. Okay. It's good
2: look. I mean, it's nice. It just. Uh he, he didn't get uh, the, the crest, which was a smart move because what if he goes <laughs> hey, what, No. What if he goes to coach for another USL team right. and wins a championship there? Right. You don't want to have a little city crest on there. I mean, that's I a that. commitment forever and ever and ever. You, you can't and predict coach, the future. It, I hope he's here forever and ever. I hope
0: he's here. Well, hell, we had a contingent of hack out people halfway through this past season, Yeah. which again demonstrates to me the, uh, the, the level of seriousness with which I should take most of the uh most of the vitriol uh that being said let's talk a little bit about soccer for you know just a minute just for novelty uh andy where are we at we are at perfect perfect uh so there were a couple of signings oh purple stuff everybody got their glass cheers Really good purple ah, stuff, that is really good. That is really good. actually does
1: stuff. a good job of purple
0: stuff. It's a well mixed purple stuff. Yeah. Proper balance. Uh, just the right amount for me on my way to a soccer yeah. game. So. It's going
1: to
0: be interesting for you. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a delight. Um, there were a couple of signings today. Big news, big name signings. Guys that we recognize in the USL, and they went to teams that we recognize in the USL, but they, neither of them went to Lou City. And they're both guys that I don't think anybody would have minded seeing in Lou City. Uh, and that is uh, Nico Brett, formerly of the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, uh, signed with Birmingham, and he's dynamic. He's a really good player. He's one of the best players in the league uh, year, year in, year out. Uh, he would have been a lot of fun to see play with uh, this team. Uh, so it's a little bit of a bummer that Nico goes elsewhere.
1: Here's a, here's a question for you. Sorry to interrupt. Now a question for you.
0: Birmingham, I think we can all agree,
1: was more of a thorn in everybody's side than a this contender past season, than than a contender, but more of a thorn in the side that people thought they were gonna That's be. That's definitely true. What did they
0: end up? They ended up uh, sixth. Where, where did they? They did they win a playoff game? Were they? Uh, yeah, they went. Uh, they won a play-in game. That's it. They won the play-in game. Uh, uh, who did they beat? They beat. Um, I have no recollection. I don't know. But they won a playoff won game a, yeah, of yeah, sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They played into the playoffs, which is more than what people thought they were Absolutely. Do 100%. you think this makes them more than just a foreign people side this season? Or is this still like...
0: To me, we're still so early in the offseason, it's hard to say. Uh, decide now. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not, uh, not going to do that. I'm not a snap judgment guy. I'm, I'll say that they're...
2: Is Chandler Hoffman going to be back with them? Probably. Okay. I mean, that's a The double question is threat. if he's going to be healthy. Yeah, there but, you yeah. go. But, but, I mean, that definitely helps improve their, you know, that's not going to vault them up to being the top team in the league, though. That signed Nico what no, I mean, not he's not a fantastic saying, player and a great striker. But, I mean, that's not going to move them up to now they're a top two team. Yeah,
1: but but that's know. not what I'm saying, Lance. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm
2: just answering
0: your question expressively.
2: <laughs> <opinion.
1: laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it, it'll make them better. Like, there's no question. They'll be a better <laughs> <laughs> They'll be better than they were. Uh, and uh, that's good. Frankly, Birmingham is one of those teams, to me, that we need in the USL to be not just good, but relevant. Yeah. Uh, that as the dust settles from MLS expansion, uh, and we get a better idea of what the USL will look like going forward, uh, we need Birmingham to be a team that matters. That's a good-sized city. It's a good market. It's actually a very similar market to ours, size-wise. not wise horribly and far away. Not crazy far away. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a good market to have a good USL team in. And so I'm glad that they're making strides to be good. I, I don't want them to be better than us, obviously. Uh, and Nico Brett is really good. So we'll need to see what the rest of the roster looks like right now. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't even check to see how much of their last team they resigned, so I don't know if they're coming back with six dudes or sixteen dudes. I just don't know.
2: Okay, they beat North Carolina.
0: Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then
2: they got smoked by Pittsburgh. Oh, that nil.
0: was the seven nil game, wasn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. And then how did that work out for Pittsburgh? Not Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Birmingham and a fantastic game. Though. And did Nico Brett have a hat trick in that game? Which I don't. I, don't I think know that, that he ever. might have in that game against Birmingham. Uh, Regardless, it was – he's a really good player. Yeah. And uh, while I, I never expected him to come to loose City, I, I will say that I would have been happy had he come. Yeah. Uh, we've, we're definitely still in the market for a striker and an attacking scorer, and he would have fit that bill very nicely. You know what we didn't talk about last podcast? No, I don't. Open
1: tryouts. Okay. And I remember thinking, like, we should – It'd be fun to talk about Lou City's
0: open tryouts. What do you have to say about Lou City's open tryouts? I should have gone to tryout. You 100% should have gone Just to, to
1: see. Like, just because you don't know,
0: right?
2: No. I'm with you, man. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the- they might have said, oh, no. dude, we need this guy at center back right now. All
1: I'm saying is I could have been the striker that people were in the market for. <laughs> yeah, <football. laughs> that's what you could have been. When's the last time you kicked any kind of ball? Listen, I'm not here to argue semantics. I'm just saying. Well, you're obviously fit enough to go out
2: and do it. This actually – You you, you would – like me, I would just fall down and collapse in about 30
1: seconds. See, but I don't know, though. Like, to Evan's point, I don't know the last time I actually kicked a
0: soccer ball. What if it's, like, rookie of the year, though? And, like, you don't even – because you haven't been working those muscles, they have uh, crazy strengthened, and it turns out you're the best –
1: a, that's not how muscles work. You're not how muscles work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but maybe we don't know.
1: I could have the ro- I could have a rocket
0: in these. You things. could. is a hog leg on this bike. Come on. Uh, the, well, it is actually interesting to talk a little bit about uh, the open tryouts. In that, well, a the the success story of Kyle Smith is always fun and fascinating, and it's amazing. And c- Kyle, congrats on signing another deal with the Orlando for this coming up uh, coming season, which is awesome. Yeah. But. Uh, Beyond that, the numbers have dropped dramatically from the first two, three years of open tryouts to now, where we're only having 20, 30 guys show up for these. A, we make people pay and people think that's a little crass, but it's so that we don't have Andy out there. It's, it's <laughs> How much so was that, it? I, I, I don't know the, the factor figure. I it's think like it's 150 like 150 bucks, bucks yeah. something like that. Oh. And uh, But enough that somebody wouldn't do it just as a joke. Right, and also now we're to the point where the team is respected enough in within our community even that there aren't you know guys who are stars in their rec league thinking I could make that team. Yeah. I, I, totally <laughs> I, could, I could totally be. I could totally be Jared out there. out there. I could do it. I said stars in the rec league. I didn't oh. say uh, Jared. But I mean, realistically, the gulf between really good amateur players and someone who belongs in the USL Championship for a championship team is enormous and people are starting to get that where you're not yeah. seeing that the people who come out to try out are people who are legit there are people coming in from out of state who are trying to who are showing up for this it's not it's not the random 24 year old graduate from U L who played rec league in college right. going ah i'm still in good shape i should get out there that guy's not trying out anymore
2: did um did, did anybody, are you aware of, that, or that you can tell about, that you know was good enough to go down to Florida or wherever we have training to go spend some time with the club? I mean, is there anybody to take a closer look at?
0: Well, the one – I don't know that we – I don't know the results of our uh, open tryouts. It's possible. I don't know. I, I should ask Mario that. I didn't. What I can tell you is that that's less likely than it has been in the past because of the advancements in our academy and uh, U23 and U17 teams. So as we continue to develop our youth system, uh, when we need extra bodies, we're stealing extra bodies from our guys more than we are stealing from uh, random guys around town who are good.
2: Now that we're at the point where we are, do you believe that this tryout, open tryout, will go
0: away? I don't. I think it's always good to be able to have a... I mean, it's not a money grab. We barely paid for the facility. So, $150 what bucks a
2: person is nothing. I hear I you. I mean, nothing. When
0: it, was, when it was 400 guys trying out, it was a little something. Right. But uh, the, uh, to me, it's valuable to have, A, to keep the separation in place so the guys don't think, well, I don't have a – there's no path to that for me because I didn't play to be D1 college. Maybe there's some guy who truly is phenomenal and we don't know about it. Uh, B – it's useful because it's a chance for us to get out and have our guys training. Yeah. Because a lot of our players go out and watch or help fill in drills or be able to keep an eye on players. Okay. It's a chance for them to get out and stay in shape. What was that movie with Mark Wahlberg where he's the bartender? The re- uh, No, not The Replacements. The Nat, no, the Invincible.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Invincible. Do that. Right uh sign a bartender (laughs) do that um but I, i don't think that it's as likely that we uh we use it every year at this point as our youth system gets bigger and better and mario gets more of his scouting under his belt there'll be fewer and fewer people that we're not aware of uh it's getting better all the time and mario's Unbelievable! I will sing Mario's praises every chance anyone ever gives me.
2: Brad talked about a, a, a League Two team yep. on Soccer City. Yep. That was a, a little bit of a surprise to, to both Howie and me the other day. Mm. Um, what, so, I mean, I know that that's been something that's been in conversation. Yep. Um, what, what? Where are we on that? Like, like, expand on that a little bit, if you can. Talk about where we are as far as getting players for that, et cetera?
0: The issue I have right now with with talking about this is that I don't know what we've announced and what we haven't. So I know that what is becoming a little bit of an annoying theme for us is that we didn't get to announce our own news on this. Uh, It got spotted by somebody from a random post from a roundtable discussion at the league meetings in Florida, and somebody spotted our name up on a PowerPoint slide. Uh, and so you. we didn't get to announce it. There um, are no secrets anymore. There right really there. aren't. So I don't know what we have officially announced versus what we haven't. What I do know is that uh, we're going to have one and that uh, Mario Sanchez is the head coach and that Mario is working with Coach Hack to develop a system for those players and that he, in addition to coaching the <laughs> academy team, you will be coaching... A League Two team. I believe they play a 14-game schedule as opposed to a 34-game schedule, so that's a little different animal. Sure. Um, it's going to be really awesome. It'll be awesome. We it's will. Great. Very excited. I believe the games are going to be played at Worley, except for maybe a showcase game or two that we would have at the at the Big Boy Stadium. Uh, so it's not. It, it's really important for the development of this club, for the future of our club, and uh, for where we're going as a club. You cannot continue to compete at the level we want to compete at if you are not developing your own players. We talk all the time about the consistency we've had on this squad of guys from the first year to the second year to the third year always having 14 or more players come back year after year after year. And it's been incredible, uh, which we make no bones about the fact that Andy and I are diehard Coach Hack fans. Love him. Love him. Love the man. I think he's a great coach. Uh, A lot of this credit has to go to James O'Connor. James O'Connor found us what is still essentially the core of this team, signed what is essentially still the core of this team, and they've been incredible. But they won't be forever. Uh, Nobody's making any bones about the fact that Luke Spencer and Niall McCabe and George Davis IV and Paolo Del Piccolo and Oscar Jimenez and these guys are playing a ton of minutes year after year going a month and a half deeper into the season than anybody else in the league is and that they're not getting younger year on year and so eventually either they'll get too good and we can't re-sign them like what happened with Ilya Illich and Cameron Lancaster Greg Ranjitsing and Kyle Smith guys who just continue to get better and we can't re-sign them or they'll get old and we can't re-sign them because we can't have them on the team anymore I hope that never happens, but, you know, I have a hard time picturing 56-year-old Luke Spencer still putting in nine (laughs) goals a game. Although, if anybody could.
2: He'd give it everything he had. You know that for sure.
0: And so, uh, you know, uh, so eventually we have to replenish that with talent. And, yeah, some of that comes from re-signings, but the the goal is to get to the point where most of it comes from homegrown talent and where that's an extra revenue stream for the team to sell these guys to big clubs as they get awesome or uh, a revenue stream for the club when they get awesome and we put them into our first team. And so we can't do that without this development. And so they're working really hard to make that good. And I I love seeing how hard Mario works every day on it. It's, It's incredible. It's exciting. It is. Well, I look
2: forward to more news released about all that when it's the right time. Uh, it, in, in the meantime, I am serious. I'm looking for the next signing. I want to know what we're adding to this already championship-caliber team that's going to put us over that,
0: that hump where we are, a top one, top two team in the league. Well, we're not signing Forrest Lasso because he just signed with Tampa Bay Rowdies. So I can tell you that one's off the table. Mm-hmm. Forrest is really good. He is good. And Tampa Bay was really man. good. And he's a, uh, that's a tough pill to swallow, him signing with Tampa. He played, he was on loan to Nashville from Cincinnati, where he had been playing, Uh, and uh, he's been good everywhere he's gone in the USL. Force Lasso's really good, and uh, now he'll be playing with Tampa, and that's another tough one. Uh, As far as who will sign next, if I knew, I couldn't tell you, Uh, but I'm telling you right now, I don't know. Uh, I know I, I hear names, and uh, some of those names are familiar names, and names that'll get people excited. And some of those names are names I've never heard of, and don't get me excited. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll. Hey man, when it. Oscar Jimenez was signed, I
2: remember. It. Nobody knew who the heck, heck Oscar. No. It was a side no. note that we said. No offense, to Oscar, because. I mean, I can't even imagine Little City without Austin. No, now, his, he's, you know, now he's, he's, like
0: he's, he's integral just, He's been <laughs> unbelievable
2: over the past, I guess, four seasons now, right? <laughs> yep. This, is, this will be his He'll fifth be going season into coming uh, up, right?
0: Fourth or – I think it's his fourth. This will be his fourth, I okay, think. Okay,
2: fourth year. Okay. I think. Uh, I don't know. The years run together. But – Either way, I, I do remember when he was signed, and we, we, we were talking about it in the off season. That's true, because it was between 2016 and 2017, yeah. and I know that because we talked about it uh, on the, at the beginning stages of our show, and we didn't know what to make of it. We were like, okay, we signed this guy named Oscar, man, that's great. And uh, and now he's turned out to and be now it's you know, Oscar. unbelievable power
1: Oscar. Now you can't imagine
0: the team without him. No, no. You can't I'm imagine any game without him. No striker, we need a striker. Yeah. Uh, to go along with Luke, <laughs> unless you want to play Brian Owenby centrally all year. But I, to me, that felt sort of makeshifty.
2: Do we need a a, a little more depth at right back?
0: Yes. And I don't care wh- whether it's right back or left back. Honestly, we need a fullback. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic that Akil Watts is going to make a leap between ages 19 and 20. I liked the flashes of him that we saw last year, and man, that is so young. Try to remember when you were 20. Man, I was the worst. I was the worst. I was awful as a human being. Hey, you were a jerk. I was the worst person, and uh, let alone at a job. Like I can't even imagine. And uh, I can't imagine you he's, being a bad. You person. have no idea. <laughs> but I was the worst. Uh, I went to college with him. i can't. Yeah. I'm telling you. You should have seen our dorm room. Good. Um, that being said, we need, we need some depth because uh, without, without bringing Sean Francis back, now we're sitting there looking at Oscar, Pat McMahon, and Akeel Watts as the only three players. That's not enough. You need to have somebody else. Even if you theoretically think Jimmy Oxford can play uh, outside, I don't. I think he's a true center back. Yeah. And, and if he's not a center back, he's a six uh, to me. We need we, you're right we need one more fullback and it can be either side to me uh, we need a fullback we need a striker I'd like one more wing for uh, for depth although my understanding is that between Antoine Brian ownbe Niall McCabe Magnus Rasmussen Corbin bone and George Davis the fourth, that we're all right we're loaded at midfield but a lot of those yep. guys are more midfield yep. than. Uh, and so to me i wouldn't mind one more pure scoring threat uh, and just think about how good our second team will be next year let alone our first team um, elijah winder uh, elijah is exciting we're thrilled with his progress everybody thinks he's a top-notch human being as well as player uh, he's not part of our plan. Well, I, what if
1: he turns? What if it for this well, coming he turns season? Into it, uh,
0: he could. I mean, it's just
2: there's physical development as well, man. I mean, it, it's it's other than just skill, right? It's the
0: physicality at this level.
1: Make him do some push-ups. Put him out there. Uh,
0: <laughs> it, you will put it. We'll make Andy his physical trainer, and then. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, and realistically, obviously, we need another goalkeeper. <laughs> Unless they completely feel confident with Moo, our academy keeper, being the backup. So that's. We we got about probably four more signings, is my guess. But Kochak despite his many wonderful things, does not confide in me about this stuff, I, well, which I can't not. believe. You can't. I mean, what? There, call all a delight. Look, call there him. are conversations. He, call him. he yeah. lives right down the street from where oh, we're at. Oh, he
1: does, yeah, because he loves his place. There are conversations
2: that they have with players, I'm sure, that we will never know sure, and never be publicized or talked about or discussed. He's not. He can't tell us everything that's cooking because what if it falls through?
0: Yeah. But, but uh, and at any rate. I've had that happen to me. Well, so. i sure. um, It's exciting. Uh, I can't wait to see who the next piece of the puzzle is. One piece of puzzles that we know is coming up is that uh, we'll be playing against Miami this year. New yeah. team into the USL Championship East Miami. That's a team
2: that has got a, a lot of uh, struggling to do, I think, to get inserted into the league. I mean, they've been really. Obviously, they stayed a little bit hitched to the NASL for a little too long. They did. When Tampa bailed, Indy bailed, Ottawa bailed uh, a few years ago. Miami clung to that, they and did. they are paying dearly for it now. Uh, I but would, they've
0: also been winning. I agree with you, but they've been winning. Winning what? I mean... Be an ASL. Yeah, I mean, you know... <laughs> and, uh... I mean, yeah. The one thing that you can always say about this Miami club is that their owner will pay to win. Uh, that he is a wild card entry. Like, for the record, he's sort of... I think if you suddenly dropped Mark Cuban onto a USL team, that's what you're getting with him. Where he may pay outrageous sums to bring somebody that you never even considered would think about it. Like, suddenly, oh my god... Is that, you know. Zinedine Zidane. That would be very strange. <laughs> Ten years after his retirement. Fifteen years after I'm his back. retirement. Is he still
1: coaching? I don't even
0: know. He's back to coaching. Yes. Oh,
2: I think it's extremely exciting to have Miami.
0: And road trip.
2: Yeah. I mean, am I not wrong? Yeah. Road oh. trip. Especially if it's like a game in March.
0: Or April. Oh, yeah. Get down there, man. Well, we know we're going to play hard. a couple of road games before the home opener. Yeah. And so uh, let me just say right now, I'm offering to the two of Do you. Me. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have a couple of Did road games. Come in? No, but we know because of when the stadium we're opening a stadium. I don't know if you've heard.
1: Oh yeah. I didn't know like what <laughs> shut the fuck up. But we're
0: gonna Andy hates
2: me, dude. Andy hates my kids. Andy couldn't
0: love you more. He looked at me like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, He's all, oh. uh, yeah, we're going to have a couple of road games before we have the home opener. And so if one of those is the game, my parents, whom I love dearly and just got back from visiting, live in Bonita Springs, Florida, which is a 40-minute drive to oh. Miami. And I'm offering you right now. <laughs> my wife and I are taking the first spare bedroom oh my god and the two of you can share the second bedroom if we go, if we're playing Miami in March I'll you sleep guys in are the hallway together. man I, I don't care surprise you I like you in little spoon bud <laughs> Uh, I, uh, this got really uncomfortable. I, uh, <laughs> you were the one who was talking about nudity, Colin. Yeah, uh, that up. It's um, very true. The, uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited about Miami being added. I think, A, awesome road trip if it's timed right. If it's yeah. the middle of August, then no. But uh, yeah. if it's March or late September, late October, oh. you know, come on, let's get down to Miami. Yeah. Although baseball. I'm sure every fan base in the league is saying that, so sure. is what it is. Um, but no, Miami being added is good. Also, it helps round out the numbers for the for the league this year. We will be back to an unbalanced schedule where you play some teams two or three times and some teams only uh, twice or once or whatever. But ultimately, I'm excited about what the schedule will look like. I'm told we ought to have a schedule in the next week week and a half. Nice.
2: But, I had no idea, but we a schedule. But
0: I was also told we would have a schedule the week they got back from the winter meetings and that didn't happen so don't take my uh don't take my opinion with a grain of salt or do take it with a grain of salt
2: also coming soon is rhode island yep and they're on the way did you see they're building a 400 million dollar it looks freaking amazing it's like a whole park and all that around it it's pretty cool it's gonna seat like seven thousand. but like howie said the other day you know 400 million there is a little deceptive because there's no there's no real estate in rhode (laughs) island uh, and so it's you know everything's just astronomical there, but it's really cool. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. To go, I think it'd be fun to go to Rhode Island in in uh, in July.
0: I agree. You know, that would be a fun trip. Uh, that would be a fun one. Uh, one thing I can say is that we will, for certain, be doing more road trips with the with the fan base this coming season. We'll do some more of those bus trips, and uh, I encourage people to get on board with them because they've had jets. so much fun. Going to give us private jets. Um, I'm working on the funding for that. If you happen to have a multi-million dollar sponsor for us, uh, let me know. and Do you, want me you, want? you want me to call Is that what you want
1: me to call That's
0: not a sponsor. That's a, that's an care. order. Like, that's that, would be, that would what already ask. be in my I'll budget. Call I'll call him. No. So we're really excited about uh, having some extra road trips for this upcoming season that we get the fan base out, make it convenient for them to get out, which is fun for me. I had a blast on both the trips we went to on the playoffs, and we were like, why aren't we doing this all the time? Because if you announce it far enough in advance where people can make the plans, then... We packed three buses over the course of less than a week. Think of how we can do if we tell you you got a month and a half to sort of before we make this trip. Be a lot of fun.
2: That'd be awesome. Hey, before I forget, I haven't seen you since the birth of your son Leo, so congratulations, a big hearty congratulations, to you and Stephanie. Thank you. Uh, that's really really cool. I'm very happy for you all. You I've seen buy some a pictures, kit? and uh, no, uh, it's it's. Uh, I've done my done my. Are you share sure? <laughs> yeah, I've
1: done my share. Three,
2: three three kids worth of the diapers, oh, yeah. and, and it right. just gets more and more fun as you go. I mean, I love them all dearly. It's been a wonderful experience. They're, my youngest just turned eighteen, so. All I can tell you is my recommendation: drink it in all you can, man. Absorb every every second. No, because man, he's, he's they, change they change and they change and they change. it been happens ra- right before your eyes.
1: He, yeah, he. Uh, last night, for example, we did not sleep at all. Well, because he cries, and you know, you no should be used to you that do, by now. Cry. But then, like, I was walking out the door this morning to go to work, exhausted. Right, yeah. just exhausted. And yep. you kind of, and Stephanie, you kind of, I was Stephanie goodbye, and I went to him, and he did this weird like coo and smile, and like the world disappears when he does that, right? And like everything's all of a sudden worth, it and that's it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Having kids, it turns out. <laughs> well, just
2: drink it all in, buddy, because it, it it's a flash. Just I, it's all I ever recommend to new parents. Every minute you can Just absorb it all It's awesome You're going to have A lot of fun He's a cute kid I've seen his picture Out there It's pretty amazing what, what say, a great name Leo That's awesome
1: This is what I'm going to say Is that his legs Are getting really long oh, Surprising. nice. Anybody who knows Like my legs are long My wife's legs are long yeah. yeah. He's going to be A center back He just is That's like nice. This is all there is to him That's outside. You mean Sandy Lowenstein Sandy Attorney, Attorney at law <laughs> Attorney at law He's going to be A center back
0: That's fun Uh I, I honestly, it makes me a little sad during the se- during the off season to only do this once every two weeks. And uh, Joe Vala was asking questions today about yeah, yeah. online about whether or not we were really coming to a close with our run on this. Yeah. And uh, yes, we 100 percent are. Uh, it does make me sad though. Uh, I love doing this podcast. I love getting to talk with uh, Andy every week about some, uh, about some amazing Lou City soccer yeah. and uh, our rotating cast of excellent guests, including my boy Lance McGarvey, who was great tonight. Well, you're very
2: kind to have me. Thank you.
0: Uh, with all that, I'll say I'm, I'm ready to hand off the reins, and uh, we discussed that briefly today. If you are someone who is interested in being the host of this podcast, contact Scouse at yep. Scous on Twitter, at Michael Scous Bramelo on Facebook, or get a hold of me and I'll put you in touch with them, or get a hold of Andy, or, or, or you can get a hold of anybody and they'll point you at Scouse, yeah. who's wearing great hats on Facebook these oh days, God. by the way, amazing hats.
2: I don't have Facebook, so I don't know, i have to check that
0: Understood. out. Understood. Um awesome. This is really special for me, and I know that we did a we did a solid half hour on how there are splinters of uh, fans who we maybe disagree with, or maybe we wish they weren't being the way they were, or whatever. I know that we did that, and uh, I want to reiterate that my entire life is completely changed by virtue of having been a part of this purple family, and so. I hope that all of the criticism that's being directed at the front office or at me or any of the criticism you feel that we directed at you, the audience tonight, is tempered by the fact that, man, I love it, all of you people, and it's just so much fun to do this, to, to have soccer be this important to us, and I'm not going to try to moralize and talk about how lucky we are that soccer can be this important instead of, you know where our next meal's coming right, from right, and all that right, right. but i mean the bottom line is that we're blessed that this is the thing we get to care this much about and spend this much time on and so uh if, i i hope for you my friends and for me myself that the biggest concern you ever have going into the year 2020 is uh, what our crest looks like. I hope that is the biggest problem in your life the entire year. Wish everybody
2: a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And you nailed it, dude. If that's the biggest problem you got going on right now,
1: we're all lucky people, man. Merry Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Holidays. whatever the hell you celebrate. Whatever your thing is, I hope it's happy.
0: Have a good one. And uh, Andy, Sir. Happy New Year, brother. Thank you very much. Lance, 2020 is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. I got to see Lynn Family Stadium at night tonight for the first time. I was in it at night at sunset. We're in for a treat in 2020. (laughs) And with that, we'll end our podcast the only way we know how to end our podcast, and that is by saying a very short, very simple, Go City. City.